The government has defended taking a backup plane part of the way for the Prime Minister's trip to China. Chris Hipkins has arrived in Beijing for a jam-packed packed week of talks, including with President Xi Jinping. He and his contingent travelled on an Air Force 757 and stopped to refuel in Cairns and Manila. A second plane followed the first for the refuelling stops and will now head back to Cairns. Our political editor, Jane Patterson, is in Beijing and joins us now. So, Jane, what's the Prime Minister had to say about the backup plane? Yes, Lisa, the plane or planes once again playing a starring role in one of these prime ministerial trips. Now look, as we know, there have been several instances where the Defence Force planes have broken down on trips, on trade missions with the Prime Minister and often too with the the business and media delegation causing a lot of political embarrassment and inconvenience. So there is a practice that um, often, if it's uh, further afield, that there will be a second plane. So this isn't unique. But in this instance, it was very visible because it landed um, next to the main plane in Cairns and then again in Manila. But it has gone back to be stationed in Cairns to stay in Australia, to stay regional, so that if anything does happen, then that is there. Now, look, Acton National have really laid into this, saying it's a waste of money and also taking two planes up in terms of a emissions in the middle of a climate change crisis is also irresponsible. ACT has released figures showing that since June 2022 to May 2023 there were 49 aviation safety events and the running tally is about $33 million for maintenance and repairs for these 757s um, since mid-22. But look, the government says they've been advised that they are still okay for a while. They're not actually due to be replaced until 2028-2030. They're defending it, saying that the importance of the trade mission, the large delegation, the success of the mission, it was justified in this use, in this case. So Jane, aside from the planes, what's been happening there today? So Chris Hipkins, his first day here, um, we are at the embassy where he had a formal welcome and porphyry this morning. He said, uh, described it as a day of admin, getting ready for some high-level political meetings over the next couple of days. The big one, President Xi Jinping, Tuesday night here in Beijing, New Zealand time. And of course there are a number of gnarly and sensitive issues. Uh, The New Zealand government's described this trip as a reconnecting, rebuilding or or shoring up that relationship after years of COVID where those face-to-face meetings weren't possible. So obviously a range of issues on the table including human rights, the Uyghurs in Xinjiang, regional security concerns, uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong and of course the war in Ukraine where New Zealand wants China to try to use its influence with Russia and President Putin to bring an end to that conflict. And also what are some of the gnarly issues that Chris Hipkins is going to have to manage? They really are. The the internal affairs, and that's how China sees them. So in terms of um, concerns about the treatment of the Uyghurs, um, Hong Kong, Taiwan, they see those and describe them as internal affairs. Now, I spoke to the Chinese ambassador to Wellington, Wang Xiaolong, before I left, and he said there is room within the relationship to have discussion about these really crunchy, difficult issues. But he said there are limits. He said they will not tolerate interference in China's internal affairs. So there will be, I'm sure, some robust conversations. Basically, the leaders uh, across the table, they make opening statements laying out the framework or, or the parameters of the discussion and then they get into the talks and that's really where the substantive exchanges come. So of course New Zealand's often been criticised as going soft on China um, as opposed to for example its Five Eyes partner 
for trade because China is such an important economic partner for New Zealand. Chris Hipkins says he will raise those issues, but I imagine as a foreign affairs rookie too, he'll be taking the temperature. He's going to have to step carefully. This is a huge diplomatic high-stakes meeting for Chris Hipkins as well as those other top-level meetings, so he um, a big learning curve for him. Um, all signs are pretty positive in terms of the general relationship, but a lot at stake during this week. Thanks for the update, Jane. That's our political editor, Jane Patterson, joining us live from Beijing.